I guess this year is just the year of things happening to me that don't normally happen to me. Like, obviously, I, I broke a bone for the first time ever, but I got so violently ill last week, you guys, and I never get sick. Even if I do get a cold, which I normally don't, but even if I do, it's like not that deep. You know, my nose is just a little runny and after like a day or two, I'm fine. That was not the case this time. And looking back, I think that I might have had COVID to be completely honest because I did have chills a couple of nights. So I'm like, did I have the fever? I don't know. And COVID's going around again. Anytime I checked my temperature, I never had a fever, but I was like very ill. Like I had to move my appointments around at work because I couldn't work because I was so fucking sick. Um, so that was really not fun. <laughs> and I'm sorry that you guys did not get an episode last week. I actually did record three. In the first two, I sounded so sick that I couldn't even stand to hear myself talk. And then in the last one, I just got way too personal. And yeah, I listened to it back on Monday. I was I was going to upload it, actually. And I listened to it back and I was like, mm, I don't want this on the internet. <laughs> so I'm really sorry. I actually genuinely had full intentions of uploading last week, even though I was sick. It just ended up not working out. And I just took it as a sign that like maybe I should just not like if I took a sick break from work I can take a sick break from the podcast right um so yeah I'm back I'm feeling better thank fucking god and I started 75 hard again so if you guys don't know I have done this before and failed and I made a episode about it earlier this year and to this day it's one of my favorite podcast episodes I've ever recorded and it is the podcast episode that I have gotten the most um what am I trying to say here comments about I don't fucking know how to speak English and it really is a problem I got a lot of people telling me that they really enjoyed that episode and I just got a lot out of 75 hard the last time I did it even though I failed it I got so much out of it and if you want to know more about that you can go listen to that episode I recommend it if you haven't heard it I really enjoyed that episode I think it's literally just called I failed 75 hard it is called that. So if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely recommend. But I think I'm going to document this journey on TikTok. This is one of the things that I was talking about um, in a previous episode when I said that I had two creative things that I could do that I was thinking about doing. This is the one that I was thinking about doing that I could share with you because I obviously, as you guys know, have been thinking a lot about how important it is to still be creative and to still do things as an adult that are fun. And I love editing, bitch. I love it. I love it. I lose track of time when I am editing something. Like time does not exist to me. That is how I know that I like doing it. I love editing shit. I just, I don't know. I think it's so fun. I started yesterday. So today is day two and I filmed everything yesterday, edited everything yesterday. I haven't uploaded it yet. I don't know why I'm still like hesitant to upload it, but I do think that I am going to. There's something like very, it's not even editing or posting on social media. I'm not one of those people that gets like weird about posting on social media. And actually, I would love to talk about that today. We're going to talk about that today. Let me make a mental note because my ADHD ass is going to forget that I said that. And I want to talk about that. But there's just something so personal about like a fitness journey. And I love that. I love when people record their journeys in anything, but like fitness is a really cool thing to document and like what you learn and what you experience. And as somebody who did have a fitness journey a couple years ago and got really into really good shape, it changed me dramatically. And 
I didn't even realize how much I had changed because I refused to document myself when I was in the trenches, so to speak, right? Um, And I want to document that this time. Like, I want to remember, like, where I am right now, even if it's not where I want to be. Like, I am violently out of shape, okay? I, as we all know, I feel like I say this all the fucking time. (laughs) Like, is it annoying yet? But it is such a big part of my health. So anytime I'm talking about my health, like, it's necessary to say that I have PCOS because it really does affect my whole entire body. Like, it really, really does. And I don't think people understand that who don't have PCOS. They feel like people think of PCOS as just like an infertility issue, but it's way more than an infertility issue. It affects everything about my life. One of those being that I gain weight very easily, very easily. If I can't walk around for like a couple of days, I'm going to gain like 20 pounds. I wish I was being dramatic. That was a little dramatic. But like, I did gain like 30 pounds just from breaking my foot, just from not being able to walk for like a month. And listen, I know that sounds dramatic. I don't know for sure if I have gained 30 pounds exactly, but I know for sure that I've gained something close to that. Like, if it's not 30 pounds exactly, it's like 25. You know what I'm saying? So I've definitely gained something really close to that. And I know it sounds like it was just a quick injury. Like, why did it get that bad? But I walk a lot and that is how I maintain my weight and I don't get super fucking big because I walk all the time. Whenever I was still watching Titus, I took him on a walk every single day. And when I got home from work, I take my dog on a walk every single day. Like I walk at least a couple of miles every single day. So going from that to not walking at all was really hard on my body. It was really hard on my body. If I'm not doing some kind of physical activity, I'm going to gain a bunch of weight very quickly. And it's just a hormonal issue at the end of the day. Like it's a PCOS problem and it doesn't really get me down anymore. I remember when I first got diagnosed with PCOS, I was really pissed off. I was really pissed off. I've already told the story, so I'm not going to get too much into it, but I was tested at 17. They told me I did not have it. And then I went to the doctor at 23, about to be 24. And she was like, oh yeah, you have PCOS. That's why you're having all these problems. I see it here in your record. It says that you tested positive in 2015. So basically my doctor had lied to me and all these years I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And the whole entire time I was right and I had PCOS because I thought I had PCOS. I have like all of the fucking symptoms for PCOS, literally every single one of them. Um, So I thought for sure that I had PCOS and I was really shocked when I found out I didn't have it. And it was very frustrating and I was super angry about it because that was like seven years of time that I could have been studying up on it and learning more about my body and getting all my hormone levels checked, getting blood work done. Like I could have been doing all this stuff for years and I didn't because I was inaccurately told something by a doctor. And it's just really hard to start doing something again, especially in the fitness realm. Like going to the gym again for the first time is so fucking hard. Like getting yourself to do it again for the first time is so fucking hard. After you've been doing it for a while, you genuinely do get addicted to it. And if you're somebody that's never had like a health or fitness journey ever in your life, I'm going to tell you right now, you genuinely do get addicted to it. Like people are not lying when they say that. I know it sounds like such a fucking lie. But I swear you do. Like, I used to run five miles a day. And even now, thinking about that, I'm like, what fucking crack was I smoking? Honestly, I was running five miles a day. What was wrong with me? But I loved it. And 
I craved it. Like when I wasn't running a lot or when it had been a couple of days and I hadn't ran, I was like feeling like shit. And that's the thing. That's why I say addiction <laughs> because you genuinely do feel like shit if you don't have it, if you're not working out. And there is a little part of me like deep down inside that still feels that way. Even though it's been a long time since I've been that in shape, it's been honestly all of COVID, I've been pretty out of shape. Um, so even though it's been a long time, there's still something like deep down inside me that craves that. When I see people, I think that's why I love fitness videos too, because when I see people working out, I'm like, oh, I miss it. Like, I want to do it. Like, you never really get over it once you start doing it and you've been like addicted before. You don't recover from that. A part of your soul, I feel like, always desires it. And I am just really sick of pretending like I don't miss it because I do. I miss it a lot. I think about it every day. So it's one of those things where it's like, if it's on your mind this much, like maybe just do something about it. Maybe it really just is that simple. <laughs> so I am. I'm doing 75 hard. Yesterday was, again, the first day. It was really fun. I woke up early and went on a walk with my friend Ariana at this like trail by her house. It's so beautiful. I love walking there. It was a great way to start 75 hard. And yesterday I also went to Amanda's class. So if you guys remember, I'm sure you do, Amanda Brown, Psychic Medium, had her on the podcast. She had a class coming up in August that I also talked about on that podcast episode. And my grandmother and I went to it. It was so much fun. It was so good to see Amanda. I love her so much. Anytime I get to see her, I'm thrilled about it. She's going on a long vacation too in the month of September, so I'm probably not going to see her at all in September, and I am a little bit sad because I'm going to miss her. <laughs> I got a singing bowl yesterday too, which let me just talk about this real quick. I have always wanted a singing bowl, but I have never been able to make them work, and I remember even like in high school, I would try to play with them, and I could not figure out how people were doing it, and we did this exercise with Amanda yesterday, and she told you to like go to basically the whole point of the exercise was to find something that you felt called to. And I really felt called to the singing bowl. And my grandmother did too, actually, which is pretty cool. But she picked one up. My grandmother did. And Amanda said, you know, try it. And it didn't make a noise. It wasn't making sound. And so Amanda was like, okay, that one's not for you. Put it down. Try another one. And the second one, it made noise for my grandmother. And I never even really thought about the fact that like singing bowls pick you back. But I avidly believe that now because I grabbed the one that I felt called to and made a noise with it and it worked and like I can start it up and have it make noise without even banging on it like just going around in circles I can make it make noise I'm not doing a good job at explaining this I'm like using my hands like no one can see me right now <laughs> nobody knows what I'm doing back here but I'm really excited about that I used it all day yesterday the class was yesterday this was literally just yesterday um, and I used it like all night and I used it this morning. I'm really obsessed with it. Again, I've always wanted one. So we love that. We love that. And it looks like it was made for me, which I can't get past that either because the one that I picked, it's all the metals. It's silver and gold and rose gold. And if you know me, you know, I love mixing metals. I love mixing metals. I always wear one gold and one silver earring. I have one gold and one silver nose ring. Like my whole ear is mixed metals. Like I love to mix metals and the bowl is that. So I am obsessed with it right now. That is my new addiction is that fucking singing bowl. My poor dog is like the first time I did it, he was like, what the actual fuck? Now he's gotten used to it because I've done it so much in the past 12 hours, but he was definitely like, mom, 
what the hell did you just bring home with you? And last night, after I edited the first 75 hard video, I mean, I had did everything, right? Like I had clipped all the videos and like cropped them so they were as short as I needed them to be. I had gone in and done a photo overlay. I did a sound overlay on top of the photo overlay. I did like five video overlays, right? Like I had done all the editing. I had just finished cropping the last clip. I was done. I was about to replay it and see it all finished for the first time. My fucking phone freezes like it does when it's about to die and dies and turns off. And there's no one to blame for me if I would have lost this footage, right? Because I can't tell you how many times I've edited something on the TikTok app and lost it. Like 8.3 billion times. Where did I get that number from? <laughs> but it's true. Like I, I do it all the time. And people always say, don't edit on the TikTok app. Everybody knows this. It's a well-known thing. Editing on the TikTok app is ass. And yet my stupid ass still does it every single time. And I have lost countless hours of editing from the app crashing before like I, I really have and this time it didn't crash again my phone died it was on me but I was so pissed off and I was like you know what I plugged my phone in the charger and I was like I can't control this scenario whatever happens happens hopefully my phone will turn back on I'll go to the TikTok app and you know how sometimes if you film a TikTok and you close the app when you come back it'll pop up on the top of the screen and be like do you want to discard this or keep editing and I was just hoping I was like that's gonna come up for me that's going to come up for me. And you know what? If it doesn't, there's no one to blame but me. I knew better than to edit on this fucking app. But it's going to come up for me. I'm confident. I'm going to be positive about it. And so I sat there with my fucking singing bowl, just playing that. Then my phone turned back on and I wasn't ready to look. So I kept playing with my singing bowl. And then I finally went and looked. And sure enough, what I wanted to happen happened. And thank fucking God, and thank fucking God, that has actually never happened to me before where I've been like editing something and it crashed and I got it back. I've never gotten it back before. And so I think the singing bowl helped. <laughs> That's my theory. And anyways, let's go back to the social media topic. I did not forget. I made a note, okay? <laughs> I remembered. I really don't like where we're at with social media right now because I feel like becoming an influencer has become so easy and I think that's a great thing don't get me wrong like I genuinely believe that everybody's life is interesting that everybody has a story to tell that everybody can make art like and do things online and I love to see it okay I'm not one of those people that sees people making videos and is like oh that's so cringe I could not disagree more I think it's really cringy actually if you think that your life is not cool enough or doesn't have meaning enough to document it. I think that that is really lame. And I feel like people who judge for posting on social media, it is one of those scenarios where they're like, just haters, they're just jealous. But the reason why I'm, I'm bringing this up is because I feel like since influencer culture has become so mainstream and normalized, people feel like they can't post on social media just for fun. And they can't do these things just for fun. And I could not disagree more. Obviously, I have a fucking podcast for fun. <laughs> like, I don't make any money from this podcast. And it's not because I can't. I actually have had two people reach out before that wanted to um, put me under contract. And I declined it both times because 
And this isn't saying that I'll never do it. Maybe I will one day. But right now, the podcast is just fun for me. And I'm not ready to turn it into work because it's not work to me right now. And I enjoy that. And I have a new career that I already don't understand very well. And I'm still trying to figure out hair and how to do all of those things and how to be a good hairstylist. And so I'm just not in the mood to start two jobs, two new jobs at once. And also, even beyond that, again, this is just fun for me. And because of what happened to me with photography, I'm very careful about doing things that are fun for me for work. Like, I have to put a lot of time and energy and thought into it before I'm going to monetize it. And that is because when you monetize things, they're just not fun anymore. Sorry, they're not. And right now, the podcast is really fun to me. It genuinely is like an audio journal. And we all know I love to journal, okay? I'm having fun over here. This is not a job to me. And I'm just not ready for it to be. And who knows? Again, maybe it never will be. Maybe it will be. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. But I just feel like there's so much shame now around posting on social media other than like maybe Facebook. (laughs) Because Facebook is just for old people and parents, let's be honest. But I feel like posting on Instagram and posting on TikTok, a lot of people don't do that just for fun. And we used to. I mean, I grew up when I saw social media become a thing. I really did. Um, I'm at that age where I lived a little life before it and then I watched it blow up. And when I was in like middle and high school, everyone was posting on Instagram. Everyone was a part of that. And when Snapchat came out, y'all, I was popping off on Snapchat and it's because I genuinely love videos and I love pictures. And so Snapchat was perfect for me because it's both of those things. It's still to this day my favorite way to communicate with people. I fucking love Snapchat. I am a Snapchat whore. And TikTok especially, I think because over the pandemic, it blew up so much and people blew up on TikTok so easily that now when you post on TikTok, it's like, oh, she wants to be an influencer. And like, yeah, maybe she does. And if she does, who fucking cares? Like, why does, why does it matter? And maybe she will be. Maybe she will be because she cares less than you do about what people think about her. But also, the whole sentiment here that I'm trying to make, though, is can we just bring back using social media and it not being this huge thing of like, oh, you want to be an influencer or it's like cringy if you post stuff. I just don't understand that because it's fun. Making TikToks is fun. I'm sorry. I have a fucking blast editing that shit and I really don't care (laughs) if I have a million followers or like 10 because it's not always about that. Sometimes you just enjoy your life and want to record it and want to edit it and you have fun doing that and that's just that and I don't like (laughs) I just don't get it. I don't get why it's such a big deal and I feel like it is and I've noticed it a lot more since starting this podcast because people definitely, not everybody, but some people do treat me really weird for starting a podcast. They think that it's very cringe or whatever, and I just don't care. We're going to start with that. I just don't care. But then you also have the opposite end of people who think you're going to blow up and think that you're going to be an influencer and kind of want to kiss your ass, and both are bad. I don't like either one of them, if we're being 100% honest. I really enjoy the people like um, Jessica, a girl at my work. She always tells me how much she loves my podcast, and I really appreciate that. And I've had my old friends like Desiree and Travaris, like a bunch of people I used to be really close to who have reached out to me and been like, hey, I listen to your podcast and I really like it. And why can't it just be like that? Why can't people just be supportive and be like, hey, this is really cool, and that's it? 
And if you're not supportive and you think it's lame or whatever, cringe, whatever you may think, why can't you just shut the fuck up? Why is that so hard? Normalize shutting the fuck up. Like, some of y'all really need to just close your mouth more often. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I, I just, I don't get the hate around social media. I don't get why it has suddenly become cringy to just use it for fun because it is fun sorry it's fun and I'm gonna have fun on there and I don't care (laughs) I don't care and I the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I wish that more people would just have fun on there because I think a big problem that we face now with social media is everyone is so fake on social media because they again I don't know if it's because people want to become influencers and so they want to look perfect and they're trying their hardest to create this image and this brand for themselves like I don't know what it is I don't know if that's if it's just because everyone does that and that's all we're consuming now but back in the day Instagram used to be just stupid ass photos the dumbest pictures of like you getting a drink from Target and you'd post it on your feed can we go back to that can we just post stuff because it's fun and not because it's like aesthetic or like super perfect looking like can it just be fun like I did a photo dump on Instagram last week I think I don't know but in that dump I included a picture of my desk I love this picture of my desk it was like cluttered full of stuff it was actually right after I finished podcasting with Amanda that's what my desk looked like the entire time we were on the podcast but there's books stacked everywhere and plants and candles and sage and like it was just It reminds me of the TikTok trend where it's like girl dinner. It's like girl desk. You know when a girl's, I've seen this on TikTok. I know people say this, but you know when like a man's room's messy and it's like, ew, gross, you're disgusting. But when a girl's room is messy, it's like, oh, she's so cute and creative and artsy. And that is what my desk was giving. It was giving cute, creative and artsy and I loved it. So yeah, I posted a picture of my desk looking a fucking mess because it was art. And again, that's the thing that I don't understand. I I just will never relate to people who don't look at stuff in their life and think that it's beautiful and art, even if it's, like, not some certain, like, aesthetic or perfect. Like, I do that so often. Like, a hundred times a day, probably, I look at something and I'm like, that is so art. And so I just, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I just don't relate to people who don't feel that way because I deeply feel that way. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with posting on social media. Sorry. So can we all just agree to collectively bring back having fun on the internet and like just do whatever you want. Don't take it seriously if you don't want to. Take it super seriously if you want to, but like it's there for us. It's there for us to enjoy. Can we enjoy it, please? Thank you. (laughs) Another thing I want to talk about, I'm all over the place. Like I went from social media to fitness to social media. Now I'm going back to fitness, but my hip has been killing me like day one of 75 hard beat my hips ass but I've been having hip pain for a while now and I think I've finally cracked the code I think I've realized why and I'm pretty sure it's from having a broken foot because when I was kneeling on that scooter all the time my hips were very unleveled and then I was wearing a boot for a really long time and so anytime I was walking my hips were very unleveled and now it's just my left hip and I broke my left foot it hurts so fucking bad like if I walk a bunch that day like if I I've noticed it before 75 hard if I like had a long day at work at the end of the day my left hip would be killing me but especially now that I'm doing a lot more and like walking a lot more and working out like it hurts so bad 
I'm like shocked at how bad it is. I need to do some like hip flexor exercises or something. Like, I don't know if that's something I can fix on my own. We're going to try, but I might need like physical therapy for real. I don't, I don't know. I've never had hip pain. I don't know how to deal with that. Amethyst is snoring, by the way. I'm sure you can hear it because I can hear it in my headphones. He has become such a titty baby. Like he, to be fair, has always been a titty baby, but he was a very social puppy. He had a bunch of friends. He went to all of my friends' houses with me and he played with all their dogs, all of their kids. He was very, very social. Over the pandemic, I obviously didn't hang out with people that much. So he got a little more recluse, but not bad. Now he's like getting older to be fair. Like, he is getting older. He's at that age now where he's not a puppy anymore. He's not trying to play all day long. Like, he's not with the shits, but, like, he is just so attached to me. I'm, like, his favorite thing. He doesn't really care about other people. Um, sometimes he will. Like, he saw Zion the other day and did not care that Zion existed, and then Zion came over and was, like, at our house, and he was so excited that and he was, like, jumping up and down, but again, eventually he just came and sat by me. I don't know what it is about him. I don't know if it's just because he's getting older or what, but he has to be right up under me. And again, he always has been obsessed with me, but I just feel like it's so OD at this point. Like I'm in the room, the door is closed. He could sleep on the bed. He could sleep in his chair. And normally he would do that. You want to know where he's sleeping right now? On top of my fucking feet. On top of my feet. Why? Why is he so obsessed with me? Another thing that I'm struggling with right now is responding to people. Everybody knows I'm ass at texting back, okay? Sorry, I suck at it. I don't like to be on my phone though. That's the thing. I'm not one of those people that's like always, always, always on their phone when they're around you. And then the minute you need them, they're like not responding. And you know, like I know that your hand is glued to that phone. I know you see what I'm saying. I'm definitely not one of those people. And I think that once somebody hangs out with me, they do feel a little bit better about it because I'm not going to sit on my phone at all, especially if you're talking to me. I might check my phone every so often, but if we're having a conversation, if you're talking to me, I'm not going to be on my phone because I hate that. And I feel like most people are like that. My mom is the epitome of that. I do not like talking to my mom because she doesn't even look at me. She's just on her fucking phone the whole time. I go out to eat with her. She sits on her phone. I'm like, okay, I'm so glad I'm here. I might as well not hang out with you because I would have a better relationship with you if I would just text you. Then you would actually talk to me. I see you in person and I get nothing. And I feel like so many people are like that and it drives me insane. Um, so because of that, I really try not to be on my phone, but also I just don't like to be on my phone. I don't like to text people. When I'm, I want to hang out and when we're not hanging out and you need me, call me. I'll answer. I don't need to text you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just hate it. I just hate it. And this is why people don't want to date me either because I hate texting. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. Okay? I will have a tantrum about it. I don't want to do it. I don't. <laughs> I'm not doing it. But I do feel like I need to do it. <laughs> I need to get better at it because with doing hair, so many people have my number or message me from my hair Instagram wanting to book with me and I will see it and notice it so disrespectfully late and I do feel bad about it. I don't have 
notifications for social media. So it's not like it pops up on my screen and I see it and I just forget about it. That does happen to me sometimes with text messages. But with social media, I really don't see it. I really don't see it until I go look at it because I do not get notified by it. And who knows? I'm not one of those people, again, that's like scrolling on their phone all day. It might be a long time (laughs) before I check that social media app again, you know? So I don't know. My sister-in-law also just made me (laughs) feel bad about it for no reason. She's such a good texter. I was texting her the other day asking how she was and how my niece was and she was responding immediately like she didn't even give me five seconds to breathe and what blows my mind is she has a child she has a fucking child and she's texting me back with the quickness she also has a whole other phone she has a work phone so she has two phones to keep up with and she's texting me back within like the same 60 seconds i don't think i've ever texted somebody back that quickly in my life like it puts me to shame it really does and I again just with the hair thing like I have to be better at responding to people and I know that I have to but it's so hard especially because I'm a reader and if you're a reader you know when you're reading a book and you get so into the book that you're in I always see um me always talking about TikTok I fucking love TikTok okay sue me I see TikTok videos all the time of people saying like when you're reading and you remember that you're reading it's the worst feeling ever. Like when you're reading, you want to be in the world. You want to be in it. You don't want to remember that you're alive. Like I want to be in this fucking book. And so I put my phone on do not disturb or airplane mode. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Most of the time I put it on airplane mode (laughs) when I'm reading and it's not great because you can't reach me. But like, if someone's texting me while I'm reading, it's distracting me. You're pulling me out of my book and I don't want to be pulled out of my book. I want to be in my book. I think that is just the thing that I struggle with so much. I have really good boundaries with social media and with my phone and I always have. I always have. I never wanted to be super glued to my phone, but I also love life. Like, I love being outside. I love reading. I love plants. I love to do things. I don't want to just be sitting staring at a screen all day and I refuse to. I'm not going to. And when I'm with somebody in person, I want to be experiencing what we're doing in person. I want to be living in the moment with them. I don't want to be texting five of my friends at the same time. You know, I just don't like I'm with somebody and I want to enjoy their company. I'm reading a book and I want to enjoy the book. I'm repotting my plants and I want to enjoy repotting my plants. I don't want to be on my phone. And it's so hard because now it's so normalized to be on your phone all the time. You have to respond immediately. That is how people treat you. If they don't get a text back quickly, especially with like doing hair, if you don't text somebody back within the same day, they're going to go to somebody else and book with somebody else. So it's rough, but I don't know. I just, I don't know how to work through that because I never, I don't want to be glued to my phone. I don't. I want to enjoy my life, but I also don't want to miss these people's text messages. And I don't want to be rude either. Like, I don't want it to be like, oh, I love this girl. I love how she does my hair and she won't ever fucking text me back because I know that that's so annoying too. Like, I, I don't want it to be rude and I don't want people to feel like I don't like them or I don't want to do their hair or whatever. You know, I don't want people to internalize it and take it personally because it's really not personal. I just don't want to be on my phone. <laughs> I just don't want to be on my phone. I don't, Okay sue me. My birthday is coming up too. I'm feeling a lot of dread about that as well because everyone's asking me, what do you want? What do you want to do? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I have no fucking clue what I want or what I want to do. 
sorry, can't help you. I'm so sassy. This is something that I'm realizing about myself. <laughs> I don't know if it's just gotten worse with time. I don't think it has though. I think I'm, I've always been sassy, but because I'm doing the podcast and I'm listening to myself back and even yesterday when I edited my 75 hard video, I'm like, damn, I'm so fucking sassy. And I know that that's a Virgo trait and I embody it. Anyways, I'm going to go now. I have a million things to do. I haven't even started doing my 75 hard stuff for the day, so that's an issue we need to handle. But I'm sorry about last week. I was violently ill, if that helps anything. And I will see you all next week. I don't promise, because if I get violently ill again, or I die or something, you know, we, we never know what might happen. I can't make that promise to you, but I will hopefully be here next week. <laughs> all right, love you guys. <laughs>